forethought, ready wit, and fatalist. Now, Mr. Ryder's translation is again very literal. The original Sanskrit for forethought was Anagavitata, which means far-sighted, ready wit, Pratyutpanmati, meaning quick thinking, fatalist, Yad Bhavishya, which means one who relies on luck. This is a story of three fishes with names forethought, ready wit, and fatalist. In a great lake lived three full-grown fishes whose names were forethought, ready wit, and fatalist. Now one day the fish named forethought overheard passers-by on the bank and fisherman saying, there are plenty of fish in this pond, tomorrow we go fishing. On hearing this, forethought reflected, this looks bad, tomorrow or the day after they will be sure to come here. I will take Rediwit and Fatalist and move to another lake whose waters are not troubled. So he called them and put the question. Thereupon Rediwit said, I have lived long in this lake, cannot move in such a hurry. If fishermen come here, then I will protect myself by some means devised for the occasion. But poor doomed Fatalist said, there are sizable lakes elsewhere. Who knows whether they will come here or not? One should not abandon the lake of his birth merely because of small gossip. And the proverb says, Since camp and sneak and snake so often undertake a plan that does not thrive, the world wags on alive. Therefore, I am determined not to go. And when forethought realized that their minds were made up, he went to another body of water. On the next day, when he had gone, the fishermen with their boys beset the inner pool, cast a net, caught all the fish without exception. Under these circumstances, Rediwit, while still in water, played dead. And since they thought this big fellow died without help, they drew him from the net and laid him on the bank, from which he wriggled back to safety in the water. But Fatalist stuck his nose into the messes of the net, struggling until they pounded him repeatedly with clubs and so killed him. And that is why I say, forethought and readywit thrive, Fatalist can't keep alive. My dear, said the plover, why do you think me like Fatalist? Horses, elephants and iron, water, woman, man, sticks and stones and clothes are built on a different plan. Feel no anxiety, who can bring humiliation upon you while my arms protect you? So Constance laid her eggs, but the ocean, who had listened to the previous conversation, thought, well, well, there is a sense in the saying. Of self-conceit all creatures show an adequate supply. The plover lies with claws upstretched to prop the falling sky. 
I will just put his power to the test. So the next day, when the two plovers had gone foraging, he made a long reach with his wave hands and eagerly seized the eggs. Then when the hen plover returned and found the nursery empty, she said to her husband, See what has happened to poor me. The ocean seized my eggs today. I told you more than once that we should move, but you were stupid as faithless and would not go. Now I am so sad at the loss of my children that I have decided to burn myself. My dear, said Plover, wait until you witness my power, until I dry up that rascally ocean with my bill. But she replied, my dear husband, how can you fight the ocean? Furthermore, case simpletons who fight not estimating right the foe's power and their own like moths in flame atone. My dear, said the plover, you should not say such things. The sun's new risen beams upon the mountains fall, where glory is cognate, age matters not at all. With this bill, I shall dry up the water to the last drop, and turn the sky into dry land. Darling, said his wife, with a bill that holds one drop, how will you dry up the ocean? into which pour without seizing the Ganges and the Indus, bearing the water of nine times nine hundred tributary streams. White talk nonsense, but Plover said, success is rooted in the will, and I possess an iron strong bill. Long days and nights before me lie, why should not ocean flood go dry? The highest glory to attain, ask enterprise and manly strain. The sun must first to Libra climb before he routes the cloudy time. Well, said his wife, if you feel that you must make war on the ocean, at least call other birds to your aid before you begin. For the proverb says, a host where each is weak brings victory to pass, the elephant is bound by woven ropes of grass and again woodpecker and sparrow with foggy and gnat attacking and mass laid the elephant flat how was that asked sprawl and constance told the story of the duel between the elephant and sparrow so that's the end of this story if you like the episode please do subscribe so that you can get notifications of new episodes feel free to give feedback or comments on the email admin at shabd.com. Thank you.